Check this out. Welcome, welcome to BLDA Big Show. Hockey sports. Life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. The BLDA. On every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest sports show in the world. Good week, everybody. What's going on? I'm here with my good buddy, Jason. Jason, what's going on? What's going on, Nick? You know, just sitting here in a hotel room in Oklahoma. I'm going to Houston today to, to play hockey. Well, play tomorrow. And that's about it. How, what's going on with you, bud? Uh, just... You know, sitting here, uh, a, a rare midday podcast. Yep. Uh, I was just doing a little work for my my actual job, uh, but I'm glad to take a little a little break here and uh, and talk some beer league with you. Well, okay. Well, let's. Well, here's why we're doing it midday because we we haven't recorded and I, I and I felt it feels like a quarter century at this point. And I mean, I'm not saying that we haven't recorded just because we haven't recorded. We are busy folks, and we have a lot of things on the plate, but. Both of us, same time, COVID. Both had both had Uncle COVID. You there? All right, I'm hanging up, calling you back on your phone. Now I got to call Jason back. We're having tech issues. As you can see, I'm not going to edit this out because that's not my style. Jason. Oh, now, oh, we're going back to we're going back to AirPods here, folks. I just told him, Jason, I'm not I'm not editing this that out. I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep rolling with it because it's not my style to edit things. I just let things roll. Okay. And so that, that's fair. We'll, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, we're uh, a little bit of technical difficulties, but we'll we'll figure it out eventually. So what I, I don't know what part your other phone dropped out on us, but basically what I was saying it feels like we haven't recorded in a quarter of a century not saying it was all our fault uh we're busy folks but the the real reason why is because we both got covid at the same time yeah yeah uh and and somehow covid at the same time but not from each other Mm-mm. that's going around yeah you know, it's a little disease you know spreads really fast i got it how, yeah. how, how, how were your symptoms you all good you all recovered now yeah, so uh, mine was like the COVID part wasn't that bad, right? Like uh, I hate to say the it felt like a cold or the flu because like that's a whole political thing that we don't want to get into. Um, but that part of it wasn't bad. Unfor- uh, fortunately, I was able to test negative before uh, a tournament over the weekend. But unfortunately, the COVID led to a uh, sinus infection, which then led to an ear infection. So like I was at the tournament without COVID, but still wasn't feeling great because of other things that were going on. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, you know, and I I'm super bummed because I had to miss this tournament. The tournament was was Cleveland, and I had to miss it. I uh, we went to the 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 DC Bash. I was working that, and uh, we we have some we have a, a interview obviously here in, in just a little bit with uh, a, a player. Uh, but I came home and I I woke up. Uh, I got home Monday and I felt great, felt felt perfectly fine. I was playing with my kid, took my kid to soccer, watched that little shithead score some goals, and then I woke up like at uh, two in the morning on on Tuesday morning and I was freezing and I didn't think anything of it, but I had my my window open and my fan on, so I turned those off 
and then I got really hot an hour and a half later. And then I went back to bed and I woke up at five in the morning and puked. And I just thought, because I'm on this Ozempic and I just took, uh, uh, I went to a higher dose. So I was like, Oh, I'm just, maybe it's just that. And then I just, I felt weird. So I just took my, t- took the test and I came back positive. And in, in, in my wife's fashion, when I get COVID, she just cast me aside and made me go to a hotel room. Yeah. And, uh, I had to go quarantine in a hotel room away from the family. And I just, you know, laid in a hotel room and I, you know, I, I'm a science guy, right? I'm a scientist. So I believe in science. And so I was like, you know what? They got these pills. How do I get these Paxlovid pills? Get them in me, let them do their job. And, and I basically had to jump through hoops in Canada to get them. So I had to call them. I had to call my doctor. I had to say, listen, I got a test. Do you want me to come in and test? I'm diabetic. I have a pre-existing condition. You know, does that qualify me for this miracle drug, whatever they're calling it? Paxlovid. And she did, and she gave me a prescription. Then I had to call like 15 pharmacies to find it. And then I, then I found it, and I took it. And I, so I tested positive Tuesday, and by, uh, by Sunday morning, I was testing negative. Well, that's, that's good news. Listen, I don't, I don't want to blame you uh, for us getting COVID, right? But it is ironic that we talked about thick particles being in the air yeah, and then like two days later, we both end up with COVID. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what? That's the Illuminati working. I think we figured something yeah. out. I think we they figured probably... something out. Yeah, yeah. You talk about dick particles, right? You start you start spreading the word, and then uh, and they're gonna get you. <laughs> you know, they're gonna make sure that that you stop. Yeah, and here's 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 the weird thing about COVID. It's really infectious, right? That's what everyone's saying. Well, the second most infectious disease after measles or whatever, mom, whatever the hell's, but. Uh, how how do I get it, and Jeff Peck doesn't get it? Uh, that motherfucker ain't boosted. I'm boosted. And then I go home and I love on my kid. I hang out with my wife. They don't get it either, but I get it. There's a conspiracy happening, and I'm not saying COVID's a conspiracy. I'm just saying the way we got it is a conspiracy. I think we, I think it was planted on us. Yeah. I think it was planted on us. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. And but listen, that's not going to stop us from nope. figuring out how many dick particles are in the air. No. Nope. So I don't want the listeners to worry about that. We're still on it. I'm going to be honest. In DC, it was uh, the, the dick particle index was high. Right. Okay. Cause usually, usually at yeah. the BLPA bashes, we're hanging out outside in the parking lot, but it rained all weekend. So all those dick particles oh. were, were inside in a lobby and there was also a caps game on one evening. So it was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, the index was high. And I, you know, I, I, I probably didn't wear my mask as much as I probably should have. And that, that's probably what happened. And, you know, when you're getting the Illuminati trying to plant, plant this stuff on you, uh, that's what yeah. happens. And I got it, but you know what? I beat it. I'm pretty sure I beat it. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we, we both did. We're both here. Uh, and, and we're ready to go now. So. I'm, I'm only, I'm only watching uh, out for a rebound case right now. Right. Because they say when you take that, that Paxlovid, that sometimes five to seven days afterwards, you can get symptoms again and test positive. And right now I'm on, I stopped taking it Monday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm three days past. So I'm just making, I'm, I'm just, you know, I don't want to say I beat it, but I'm in good shape. Okay. Well, so, that's good to hear. I'm glad you're in good shape. I feel like I'm in good shape. Uh, good. So we're, uh, we're just, we're motoring along here. Yeah. So what else is going on? Man, I, uh, I'm getting ready to leave this weekend to go on an eight-day cruise, uh, so I'm pretty pumped for that. Like, really, like, this whole sickness 
all I cared about was getting better before I leave for vacation. Yeah, are you going on vacation with Frank? I am not. Oh, this is solo. Okay, surprisingly. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, uh, he was just in Germany, so I was gonna say, like, okay, oh Frank, now he's just vacationing all the time, like he's somebody. Yeah. Well, Right. No, he didn't invite me to Germany, so I'm not inviting him on the cruise. Yeah. You know, like that's, you know, I thought we were, we were tighter than that, but he, clearly, you know, he went to Germany for like two years without me. He invited me to Germany, which wow. is weird. Wow. Yeah. And not you. Wow. Um, and I want to, I also want to say on this COVID thing, I will say there is, uh, I know I had COVID 100% confirmed. I had it. But, you know, uh, talking with Frank, it, we, he's not sure you actually had it. Oh, here we go. He, he he did he did bring into question uh, this injury that you had a while back, and so you do have a known history. In his words, not mine. You did have a known yeah. history, allegedly. Uh, allegedly, yeah. You have a known history of, of faking uh, illnesses and injuries. So he he he's he doesn't believe you had COVID. So just want to throw that. You out. know, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, you know, I. I uh, am a man of integrity. I've never faked an injury or a, or a sickness, an illness. Um, but, you know, that's okay. I, I can take it. You know, if, if Frank wants to question my integrity uh, and, and just me as a person, that's okay. I can take it. The people in Cleveland can tell you that at least I was sick for sure this weekend. Now, again, I would gotten rid of the COVID by then. Uh, but, you know, I, I have some people that can confirm that, uh, you know, I had snot coming out of my nose at the very least. Was was is one of these people that Canadian hockey playing doctor in Nashville or? <laughs> I mean, I I didn't go see that doctor. All my doctor visits were were televisits uh, because I discovered televisits, which are are way better than actually going to a doctor. Yep. Um, but but maybe I can get the transcript from those. I'm. I'm sure there's there's got to be a, a paper trail there somewhere. Hey, listen, and and again, this is not me. Uh, Frank just wants, he says the burden of proof is on you. And so, uh, okay. I, I can understand that. I mean, maybe he feels he's been burned in the past, uh, from the time you bailed on his team with the alleged injury. I, and I get it. You know, he's gun shy and maybe that's why he didn't invite you yeah. to Germany. Well, I'll do some more investigating on it, but, uh, you know, I am glad you, you're feeling better. Uh, I know you, then you got a sinus infection, ear infection afterwards. Uh, it sounds like you're just a sickly bastard, but what are you going to do? You know? When you get old, that's what happens. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, I used to never get sick. Now I'm I'm old, and and they also say you know when you're a peak peak male athlete like myself, mm -hmm. um, you know sometimes that can hurt your immune system just because you are in such you know peak shape uh, like I am. Is that is that true? Because I because I, I get sick all the time, and my wife is always forever yelling at me uh, because I don't I don't uh, she in her words. Uh, take all the precautions that I can when I'm out and about, you know, um, among the masses of fans and people and players. And I just, I, I, I have no argument for her. And I think this could be the argument. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't have the science on it, but I'm sure we can find someone who has proven uh, I've heard it right. Like a word of mouth that, you know, when you're, when you're peak performance athletes like this, um, you know, the sickness actually can get in, easier uh because of all your perfections uh you know that the imperfection sticks out a little bit and uh and, and can get you and if if, if it's science it's got to be true yeah i mean we can make the science you know 
And right now, we're, we're actually, it, it seems in this day and age, we're doing the first part of the science anyway by just putting it out there. And we're probably going to have a lot right. of people yeah. just believing that just because we said it. And we, listen, yeah. this is just a hypothesis, guys, if we're going to talk about science. We're hypothesizing yeah. that this is the case. We've heard it, and we think that it has some legs because obviously we're, in, yeah. we're, we're, we're peak physical specimen. And we got sick. So obviously there has to be some truth to this. We just got to find out how much truth to it. Exactly. Exactly. And, and we'll do the digging. You guys don't have to yeah, worry about it. Yeah we'll, yeah, handle that. yeah. we'll handle everything. We'll write the reports and uh, we'll just report back to you guys. How about that? That's exactly. it. That's what we do. That's what we do for the yeah. people. What else is uh, going on in the hockey world? Uh, you know, I, uh, I hadn't played hockey in like three weeks up until this point. So, um, you know, really all I got going on right now is, is, is Cleveland. You want me to talk a little bit about my experience in Cleveland? Sure. We, we can, we can talk, uh, we can talk about that. Um, I, 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 got, I want to talk about the bash. I don't have really too much to say about the bash because I, here's the deal with the bash. I was so busy that I didn't get around to doing a lot of things that I wanted to do, but I did get to do one thing that I think the people should know about. Um, do we want do we do we want to do we want to introduce Brad to to the BLPA now, or do we want to talk about other things first and then lead into Brad and then to Cleveland? Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's talk about uh, something different. I do. Have, I did have a question for you. Okay. Uh, and then we can talk about Brad, and then we can we can we can close with Cleveland. Okay. Hit me. So, so uh, I was just curious what you were thinking of uh, the the NHL playoffs going on right now. No, not beer league, but certainly hockey related. Uh, how are you enjoying the playoffs? <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not watching the playoffs anymore or the NHL forever. I'm done. Ever. Ever. Wow. What? Uh, do you want to talk about it? Do you? Uh, I yeah. don't know. It's like we need a couch for you to lay down on and and. You know, I, can, I, I am kinda, laying. You know, I, listen to your thoughts. I am laying on a couch right now. Actually, it's not okay. Perfect. It, listen, perfect. It, it's it's not like uh, it's not like psychological. Like it's just you you watch the games right, and you're invested in the team you're invested in, and it, this looks way worse now uh, because of the situation that my my team is now in. But I actually made this decision when my team was up one game to zero. And was playing in the middle of the second game. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not, if this is how it's going to be, I'm not, I'm not going to watch, I'm not going to watch it. And you know, this is a, a byproduct of the league and the media and how they handle their business. And I thought, what's the point of being invested in, in one certain team? If the media and the league is going to push their agenda for one team through, there's no point. Uh, if I'm going to watch this kind of Bush league stuff, I'm just going to, I'm just going to watch beer league hockey. It's the same, same thing. And that is obviously the battle of Alberta is going on right now. And, and I get it. The flames were a good team. The Oilers, as much as it pains me to admit are, are a talented team and they have the greatest player in the world, Connor McDavid. You can agree with that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And let's, let's not, let's not just tap, you know, tap dance around the issue that the league gave Connor McDavid to the Oilers. You'll never convince me that they didn't. You'll never convince me they got three other number one overall picks, and then two years later, uh, they win the draft lottery again to get the the number one overall pick in Connor McDavid. Uh, Buffalo should have gotten that pick, by the way. Fuck Buffalo, but 
in in a, in a respectful way uh, for trading uh, Vegas Jack Eichel. But they gifted him Connor McDavid, and now they got him. That's cool. But it's all you fucking hear about. Like you don't hear about the play. You watch the games in Canada, and not even on the ice. I mean, the commentaries. That's all they talk about during the game is Connor McDavid. And then you go and watch the media, and it's all Connor McDavid. It's not nothing about the other teams, and it's sickening. It's like why am I invested in another team that's not a team that the media likes? Uh, for example, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, why am I invested in an, in, a, in another team? If that's all I'm going to hear about. It's going to be force fed down my throat. So you know that there's a media agenda, and then you watch the games and you see that agenda and NHL agenda play out in how the game's officiated. And you can never tell me, ever, 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 that the NHL doesn't go to their officials and say, and they don't say, hey, make Edmonton win. But you know that there's a that there's a mandate that this is how the games need to be called. If you look at this year's playoffs first. Every year before in the playoffs and seeing how the games have been called in the playoffs, this is not how the playoffs have been called it forever. Would you agree with that in terms of penalties and how the games are managed? Uh, I do think there are way more penalties called this way year more. than I remember being called in recent years. And, sure. is it, and isn't it odd that media pundits like Elliot Friedman all through the year have went on record on TV and said you, uh, players like Connor McDavid and teams like the Edmonton Oilers need to get more penalties because why? Because it puts butts in the seats and it makes fans more excited. They, they said that Connor McDavid's on the competition okay. committee and you know what Connor McDavid came out and said, he said, yeah, you know, there needs to be more, more calls on me. I get, you know, I get fouled all the time and now you're seeing it. And you know what? I know they're going to say, oh, well, there's, they evened up a bunch of penalties. And you, you watch the games, and like the ref's not calling a penalty until until the Oiler guy does something, and then the Flames go in the box four-on-four, four, and you're just like, who the fuck cares if it's four-on-four? Four? Of course, when you give open ice to the greatest player in the world, what team is that going to benefit being four-on-four? Four? What team is it going to benefit when they're on a the power play? It's, all, it's, it's Connor McDavid. And so for me, and I, this sounds like sour grapes, I get it, but I made this decision halfway through game two, after I saw the intermission, uh, second intermission, I thought, what the fuck is the point? Why do I even need to watch this? It's a waste of time. I already know what's going to happen. I don't need to be force-fed it and pay for the privilege to be force-fed this bullshit. So I just said, I'm not going to watch anymore. And so I haven't watched. I didn't watch game three. I didn't watch game four. I'm not going to watch game five. And that, that could be the end of the flame season. But if it goes to six or seven, I'm not watching that. And if they advance, I'm not watching that either. So I'm done with the NHL, and I'm done with the Calgary Flames, and I'm done with the Edmonton Oilers. I'm done with everything except beer league. Okay. I mean, you know, you have that right as a consumer, for sure. Exactly. To say, that's no, that's, this, that's this the only way I can. no vote. longer up to my standard. Right. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I have also stopped watching the playoffs, but that's because after going perfect in my bracket for the first, uh, for the first eight eight series. I got all eight correct. Uh, I had Florida Panthers winning it all, and then they went and got swept by Tampa. Yeah, they did. But my bracket went from perfect to completely ruined uh, basically in four games. So I, I've also quit watching. Hey, hey the Lightning are just going to – they're going to win it anyway, right? I, it feels that way. I mean, it's they're, they're the best how, – how are they so good? I don't understand. I mean, drafting, I know they got good players. Sure. I get it. Listen, I, they got good players. I got it. That that team has drafted so well over the past that their third round picks make me forget who Nashville's first round picks have been over the last like four years. I don't. 
I don't understand how a team can be that much better at drafting than everyone else. Or maybe I don't understand how the Preds can be so terrible at drafting compared to everyone else. Um, but it's insane that guys step up on that team uh, and you're like, who's this guy? And you go and look and you're like, oh, it's their fourth round pick from three years ago. And he's, you know, won the series for them. Uh, so, so, you know, I, yeah, I think a lot of people think that GMs are like GMs and scouts are kind of overrated. Like anyone can do it, but I think Tampa's showing that, uh, that, that they have superior, uh, whether it's scouting or, or GMs, they're, uh, they're, they're kind of ahead of everyone else. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, you know, obviously the flames biggest superstar is a fourth round pick. So I get that, but it's not like we're doing it all the time. Right. Like basically our, yeah. our, our superstar is, is a fourth round pick. And then Kachuk was a, a number five overall pick. And I think Lindholm was either three or five for Carolina before they traded him. So that's our top line. So it's not like we're, we're going out and doing this repeatedly, but you know, like, and I don't even give a damn. I do give a damn. I hope Johnny Gaudreau resigns in Calgary because that'd be such a shame to lose your, your biggest superstar. But again, I'm sure uh, I'm sure there's some kind of bullshit agenda that'll be pushed if he leaves. You know, he had to go somewhere else. You know, because the media, whatever. F- fuck, fuck, fuck the NHL. All right. Well, I think we've both agreed that we're we're done with the NHL at least for now. For Substandard me. product. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll just go to beer league, where again the peak male athlete is anyway. Well, uh, and, 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 and you, know, you know, and beer league is a substandard product, but I know it is. That's why I like yeah, it. You're, you expect it. It's not. Yeah, I'm not saying it. this is the best in the world, and you know this is the best in the world. And we pay, you know, officials six figures, and we pay players multiple millions of dollars. No, we know we're substandard. We're we're imperfectly perfect in beer league. Yeah, we embrace the substandard. I, I do. I am just embrace being bad at hockey, but be proud of it. You know, exactly. exactly. And that's what we are. Okay. So let me interview. Okay, let, obviously I'm going to lead off in this interview about characters. BLPA is full of characters. This is one of those characters here in the BLPA. We have characters. We just, we make, we make characters. People love those characters. I mean, just standing around me right now, I got Jeff Peck. Everybody knows Jeff Peck. Fucking Jeff Peck. He's a ringer. And then everyone uh, probably doesn't know this guy, but I know him. I don't know which one it is, but it's Matthew Broderick. I don't know if Sunday Broderick's here, which is one hell of a hockey player, or Saturday Broderick, which is still a hell of a hockey player, just really drunk. And he usually doesn't help his team on Saturdays. But on Sundays, he comes out, lights up the world. Right? Broderick, do you want to come, come say anything in the microphone real fast? Okay, he's just real shy, real humble type of guy. So it must be, must be Saturday Broderick, because Sunday Broderick really shows us what's up. Yeah, okay, well, he just needs beer. Okay, so then it'll be Saturday product. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, everybody knows Big Dad. That's a character. Cosentino, obviously, uh, Randall and uh, Limbacher. But I got another character here. And, I mean, I would, u- I-, I would usually give him the intro, but he's way better at talking about himself. So how about you introduce yourself, sir? Well, Nick, thanks for having me on. This is uh, the guy everyone loves to hate, and some of you actually just straight up hate me, but that's cool. Uh, it's Brad Dwin, um, and I'm here because uh, Nick asked me to be on, and we had the BLPA bash at my home rink this weekend. Good time, and uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. My pleasure. One, I never got to officially thank you um, back in September when we did the draft experience. You brought that shitty pizza, <laughs> and I just wanted to thank you. <laughs> 
I just want to thank you for that. And I didn't call it shitty. I just someone else called it shitty, and that offended I you. I wonder who that and was. I, I don't know who it was. Uh, who was it? Are we are we calling people out? Was it? Was oh it, yeah, because he's standing right here. Well, was that Saturday, Broderick, or it was Sunday? definitely it was probably it was probably Friday night, Broderick, who didn't like the pizza. But you know, it is what it is. But you know, the funny thing about that is. Yeah, but the funny thing about that is he actually didn't know who brought the pizza. I happened to be sitting with him and his wife at the bar after the tournament, and he said, whoever brought that pizza, that was the worst damn pizza I ever had in my life. <laughs> and the best part is, like, like, Brad bought it out of his pocket, out of the goodness of his heart, brings it up, and just there it was. And uh, How uh, many slices did you actually have, though? Like 10, 12? <laughs> one and a half. One, okay, so... Uh, Brad's being really humble. Brad is actually on uh, the self-proclaimed greatest draft experience team in history. Greatest team in the Northeast United States can come to a tournament and just run the shit out of things. And so they came. They said, hey, listen, we're, we're that good that we're going to put a team together. And listen, uh, with all due respect, they are the first team that ever said, hey, we're a draft experience team and we're going to come to a team tournament. So you, you, you went, you're in the history books. Uh, but in, in the, the annals of history, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds like a personal problem. Uh, tell, t- tell everyone how the greatest draft experience team in history, greatest <laughs> team in the Northeast, probably top 10 team in the U.S. Self-proclaimed. That's not me saying this is this is all self-proclaimed stuff that got them placed in the in the heroes division. How did that team fare? It, in the in the BLPA bash, it, it did not go well. But we need to clear something up right here and now. I, I don't want to clear anything up. We I, have to because that was not my comment, but it has been construed as that, and now everyone believes it, and I have to accept it. But that is not what I said. I said it was the best Dex team I have ever played on. Okay, then this is why I wanted Jeff Peck to sit right here because we were talking about this, and Jeff Peck has told me repeatedly about this thing that you said that that is what you're saying. That you said is not what you said, but what I am saying that you said is what you said. I'm being totally railroaded. This is collusion this, between BLP employ- BLPA employees. Not a chance. N- not <laughs> a not chance. What I, s- I wouldn't s- see. Look, I-, I talk a lot. Everyone knows that, but I would never say something like that because I've only played in seven Dex tournaments. But for me, that was the best Dex team I ever played, in, so I wouldn't make a comment like that. I mean, Peck, what what what's your uh, listen? Let's. I, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's not a hey, that's not a railroad I, job. I just wouldn't make a comment like that. But it's like, not me. it's not a railroad. Like the, <laughs> the, the railroad job happened this weekend and, and against the teams you played. They I'll railroaded also, you all weekend. But. I will also point out that that we did have to replace a few guys. Now Broderick was obviously an upgrade, but um, some of our guys weren't really upgrades, and and we were missing the core team. But regardless, we played like crap. I mean, that's the bottom line. We were just terrible. But except you, because I heard you no, scored this game-winning goal. Not. Like, tell us about this game-winning goal you right, scored, so, bud. So first of all, <laughs> let me clear this up too. I think I said it once and now it's become a hundred times. I played on Jeff Peck's free agent team as well. Uh, It was the first game of the night for us on Friday night and we were tied at four and I did score it with about 50 seconds left. That was the only highlight of the entire weekend for me. Walk walk us through that goal. Like we wanted, like you talked about, like it was some, and I definitely did not do that. I know, I know your biggest fan is listening to this show. Oh, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. You would know him as big dad and he (laughs) wants to hear about this game winning goal. Like that's, you you know, before I get into that, I'll just say that that I've never met any man in my life that has a bigger heart on for me than Kyle Thornton. Oh boy. Hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. If we're going to talk about that before, do, do you know Cosentino? Shout, of out Mike, shout out Michael Cosentino. Of course. Great guy. Good player. Who is a better player? And it isn't. Listen, so, you can't. Don't, don't pander to the guy that has a heart on No, I'm not. You. I'm not. 
is, I'm not going. I'm going to be honest. Is gonna, Big Dad better or is Cosentino better? So I'm going to be totally honest because I've played against Cos two or three times, and I've played with Kyle and against him. I think, in my opinion, Cos is a little more versatile because he can play forward and defense. Kyle is pretty much a forward from what I remember. Well, but Kyle hasn't. Kyle's a natural goal scorer. I mean, as much shit as the guy gives me, I will give him credit. He's a great player. I think overall, Kaz is the better player, though. Okay, I like. It sounded like you were straddling the fence there. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna dog one out, no, I had do, to, I dog did. him I just, out. I just wanted to tell you how I got to my okay. decision. Because Kyle, because Big Dad does play defense. He played defense for probably the worst draft experience uh, okay. team in, in history in Cleveland or uh, Cincinnati. Um, and you know he didn't help the team back there. And but you know he he's, he maybe he's a me player. I don't yeah. know. I mean they're I both great players. I, I think Kaz is a little bit better. I mean that's just my opinion. Who do you think would win in a fist fight? Ooh, man, that's a tough one. I don't know. Kyle's a little more compact. Maybe he could absorb it a little better. I don't know. Kaz is a cop, bud. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't. Know, I did not know that. So. Yeah, and I'd like to see it. That I did not know. You. But and Kyle it, would fight dirty. Well, yeah, it's not it, okay. In a fight, is there really a such thing as fighting dirty? If it's just a, I, if it's just a street not. brawl, there, like there's no rules. Like there's not someone out there saying, "Here's the rules of this street brawl," but I want to see it. I want to see like I want to see their hockey skills, you know, in in hockey. Maybe not my brand of hockey because I, I couldn't fight, but I want to see uh, fighting as part of hockey, and I want to see who who would win in that regard. And I really think, I really think there's no shot, zero percent. Zero, zero, zero. Not a chance in hell that big that Big Dad would be able to beat Cosentino. In Fair a enough. Fight. I did not know he was a cop, so that does change the change the equation a lot. And you know, and Kyle used to be like a firefighter or work at the fire station. Uh, I don't know if he was actually a firefighter. Um, I've never seen any uh, substantial <laughs> proof that he was. He just told me I'm at, I'm at the station. Like I'm supposed to believe that. <laughs> um, and his Snapchat guy has a fire firefighterman's hat. So that's that's basically the proof I've seen that he's a firefighter. But they, he used to dress as a fireman. Cause comes as a cop, and then we'll do like a WWF, not even E, like old school WWF uh, cage cage battle and see what happens. That's what that's what I think should happen. Oh, we definitely could have used Kyle this weekend. He was part of the original Clubber team. Oh, so he was part of the greatest uh, draft experience team history. You guys, uh, best, you guys best team in the Northeast and that way top fine, 10. But that is not what I said. I don't know about it. This is just this is like I wasn't there. I didn't get to see it. I didn't get to witness it. I've and, been a part of. I've been a part of some great teams. But I don't think I've ever went on the record and said that's the greatest team I've ever been, even though it was, uh, because I knew that sometimes my mouth, you know, overload. It writes oh, wow. checks that my body can't cash, Shh. and that's what yours did. Your your mouth wrote a check this weekend, sure one cash. I'm cashed, didn't say that. I'm just positive I didn't say that. I would I would put my daughter's life on that that I did whoa, not say whoa. that comment. Which part? Which which one? What do you mean, which one? Like, that, which that, I, that it was the greatest te- Dex team in history. I said it was the best team I ever played on. I can't reiterate that enough. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, t- tell, tell people uh, more about yourself. So I'm, uh, I'm originally from Baltimore. Um, I did not actually start playing hockey until I was 27, and I am in my 50s now. But it, it's a great sport, and um, it, it keeps me sane, uh, especially now. I've gone through a divorce in the last six years, and uh, hockey has, has kept me sane because I play two, three times a week. Uh, I'm glad I found out about you guys about a year ago. Me too. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Maryland guy. Uh, I've spent a few few years in Colorado. I, I lived in Breckenridge for years when I was younger. But um, I'm, I'm a Maryland guy. I'm a Baltimore guy, even though I live in the D.C. suburbs these days. And uh, wherever there's, you know, whenever I have time to play hockey, I try to play. Is Baltimore as dangerous as everyone says it is? So, so Baltimore gets a bad rap, and here's why. 
yes, it's dangerous, but if, if you know, you're talking murder rates and, and violent crime, it literally happens in like three neighborhoods, and it's almost all drug-related. I mean, peop- tourists don't just walk around the harbor and get shot. It's just, it's just not like that. It's okay. not that dangerous. Okay. And, there's, and, there, you know, and I know Baltimore really well because I do business there, and I know the area, so you know, I just know where not to be. <laughs> that's part of it. Okay. That's, that's, I, I just, I, every time yeah. I say I'm going to, like, in between D.C. and Baltimore, it's like, oh, don't go to Baltimore. It's dangerous. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like. Listen, if Brady Anderson could play center field for the Orioles and make it out alive and not like that was the nerdiest <laughs> white guy ever that to hit 50 home runs, by the way, uh, steroids. Yeah, well, we're sure of that because he never did it again. 100%. It, I think his next highest was might have been a 19, sub, I think. Yeah, sub 20. It's nuts. But we digress. Um, in, anything else people should know about your, your hockey playing proclivities? I want to I want to <laughs> give this out here. Uh, Ken Chaney, uh, how's it feel knowing that you got worked all weekend and Ken Chaney is a champion of the BLPA? Bash? Ken Chaney is is a good guy. He's the one who actually told me about you guys. He's on one of my teams here. He got me to play for their team last summer. Uh, I think he's actually shown up for only five of our games since then, and maybe that has something to do with me, but I don't know. Um, but he he put together a very good tournament team, and then they were just they were lights out. And I, I don't know what I can say. Ken Ken is a hustler. He's kind of like Randy. Randy and Ken, like two of the hardest working guys I've ever seen on the ice. And I give Ken a lot of shit, but he's he's a he's a solid player and I would play with him anytime and yeah, I'm 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 happy for him. I mean, they get to go to Vegas and we got our asses kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you did get railroaded. And you know who didn't do you any favors? Sunday Broderick. <laughs> no, absolutely zero favors. Well, I believe our team only scored three goals the whole weekend and he had two of them and the assist on the other, so I gotta give him credit for that. Who had the other one? I don't remember. Wasn't you? It was definitely not me. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, hey, let's let's. Second one. Gotcha. We don't know who he is. We don't know his name. Oh yeah. Oh yo. So that was a guy that we brought in for one game who didn't really help us much, but he did score that goal. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's get down to a BL. But that was, I'm gonna. I've been talking shit to Brad to win, but I I talk shit about him because I love the guy. Uh, there's not a more ardent supporter of what we do than Brad DeWin, and I know that because he was willing to go go have a street fight for us at, at one point. We won't we won't get into why, but he was he was ready to go to battle, and uh, and so I wanted to bring you on and just and, and one thank you for being being that guy. Uh, two say just because you talk a lot doesn't mean you don't have a place here. Uh, just because Kyle uh, Thornton chirps you doesn't mean he doesn't like you. <laughs> Actually, it probably means that he really likes you. Uh, because I, I'm a little concerned. As you were saying, as you were saying, Brad, uh, you posted something, and not 20 seconds after you post it, Big Dad jumps in and makes a comment about it, right? And, and it was actually a funny comment. I'll give him that one because it was it was Jake Costantino from our team who was pretty much passed out because Jake played like seven games this weekend on a couple different teams and. I took the picture of him passed out, and of course, Kyle, within 20 seconds of it getting posted, oh, Brad must have been telling a story, and he fell asleep or something <laughs> like that. So I got to give him props. That was a funny comment. Uh, but the reason I said that is because, I, like I said, I wanted to thank you, but I wanted to ask you uh, what's your favorite part about, one, the BLPA, the, the group in general, just the brand, and then I want to ask you about your, what your favorite uh, tournament experience has been thus far. So let's start off with what's, what's your favorite part about BLPA in general? I, I just I just like being able to play hockey with you know a different group of people all the time. It's just I, I've probably made like 50 new friends in the last year doing this, and I mean even the people that don't like me, at least you know they know who I am, and you know, we hang out, and you know they don't have to like me at the end of the day, but we have a great time. And I don't think anyone I don't think anyone. No, dislikes I know. You. I, 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 I give a lot of shit. I take a lot of shit. It's okay. But I mean I've met some amazing people over the last nine ten months since i've been playing hockey with you guys and it's it's a great awesome. experience and i'm always willing to do it 
Awesome. Okay, well then let's turn. What's been your favorite? Like obviously the people. Like it, it, it doesn't matter what anyone says. Like we do do this thing in locker rooms where we go around and say our our best part of the tournament after it's over, and it's always the people. So outside of the people, like what's been your the best thing that you found about the tournament? Maybe even like your favorite, like the most memorable tournament story that you have. So well, I mean for me it had to be Anaheim. I mean, <laughs> oh boy, here we <laughs> I was on the Dexter team, and I mean that was a really balanced tournament. That's the other thing I love about uh, a lot of these Dex tournaments. I mean because it's a draft. It's very balanced. I mean, this weekend is a little bit tougher because it's teams from all over the place and they come together, so you really don't know what you're getting. But with Dex, you know, the th- the theoretically the teams are balanced. But in Anaheim, ex- incredibly balanced tournament. But for me, it was the, the two hours before the first game of the tournament, there was a video of our goalie, Chris Wyatt, throwing up outside the rink, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself in my hotel room, we are screwed this weekend. <laughs> I mean, we got five games to play. And you didn't even see him. You didn't even see him Friday night when he got kicked out of the draft party because he kept taking off his pants. And then he then he put on his pants, all his clothes, and put on sunglasses and tried to get back in. And he did get back in. And then when he started to take off his pants again, they ran him out again. They realized, oh, listen, it's not. It's it's the same guy, yeah. just in sunglasses. He so. was. I mean, I was like, there's no way we're going to win any games in this tournament. And we ended up. We did lose a couple on Saturday, but the guy was a great goalie the whole way and and not sober the entire weekend mm-hmm. at all. And when we got to that championship game on Sunday afternoon or late Sunday morning, I mean, he was still pretty hammered, and he shut out the other other team. And that was my that, that was my team, I right? I did not yeah. remember that. Yeah, that was my team. Yeah, but, but I mean, I, and he I don't know how he did it. But speaking speaking of that uh, that t- Southern California like the luxury brand, the bougie bougie beer league tournament. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about a, a guy named Jeff Peck and the team he was on. The uh, w- w- was he on uh, Dexy Vuitton? Oh, the first day was he Vuitton, and he, he his goalie was just uh, you know saving pucks, stopping them, stopping them all day. Old Tomac. <laughs> well, can you say that into the microphone so people can hear you, bud? Our goalie was basically like the like the the goaltender version of Saturday Broderick and Sunday Broderick, but he fucking Saturday was lights out and Sunday he shit the bed. And you hey, you want to know what's funny about that? I had that goalie in Omaha. Saturday lights out. Sunday, <laughs> Tomek. We're hey Tomek, we're coming for yeah, you, bud. That's that's what he's been telling me. He said, hey bud, sorry, one of these Sundays I'll get it. He said you, you got to shore it up. Like, what do you think? Do you think it's just you think it's just uh, mental fragility? He uh, just gets the championship I mean, Sunday. You know what? And At the end of the day, five games in one weekend is a lot of games, bud. So. For a goalie, like he's just standing there most of the time, right? <laughs> say it, say it, say it, Peck. Say, say what? I just want you to dog on goalie, so I'm not the well, I'm not I mean, public I'm enemy say, number one. Well, I mean, I mean, let's let's be real. Tomek's dog shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's a good guy. He, no, Tomek is a great yeah. guy, but yeah. he, the, maybe what happens is uh, maybe our beer leaguers, our players, are smarter than we give them credit for, and they just get the book on them, yeah. and they know now. Because, like I said, it happened in, in – uh, like, I literally thought, well, fuck, that, that Bhutan team was stacked up. We were like, good, yeah. yeah. And then, then Sunday, shit's bad. And then we come to our team, and our team wasn't very good in, in, uh. in Omaha. I don't think they were that good, right? right? Uh, but, like, Tomek was on his head, and we're like, all right, we're good. And then Sunday we came in, and we, listen, we lost well, to Frank. Well, we lost spe- to Frank. Speaking of Omaha, I mean, it's, it was the same thing in, in Anaheim there, the same exact situation. The, the best team on Saturday – Goes to the smaller ice on Sunday, and we shit the bed. It was the same but we thing. we went to the we went to the bigger ice though, right? Because we no, went to no no in Omaha. I went to the big. We went to the big ice on Sunday. So we're on the small ice on Sunday. No, well, we were on either way. Whatever. Either yeah. way, it's just like yeah, that first it, first one in Omaha, right? Up. First one in Omaha. Like your team, you, you kill kill everybody on 
on Saturday, and then well, we go to then we go to the small that's small what, sheet. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, but then in tranquility, it goes from regular size ice to Olympic ice. Well, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the first Omaha. Oh, okay, yeah, first yeah. Omaha. Yeah, the, uh, we went to the 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 fuck's his name, uh, the gorilla. What do you? Oh, Harambe. You're yeah, like Harambe. pointing at your dong, and I'm like, no, what? Oh, now you say you got a gorilla I, dick? No, You're saying you got a gorilla, gorilla but, dick, Peck? But I'm not Michael Leonard, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Tomek's done it to us, and like I said, we lost to Frank. Was that you too, Sub-Zero? Yes. Yeah, yeah we yeah. lost to you guys uh, that first game, and then yeah. you guys went on to uh, Frank. I don't know how Frank uh, drug Big Dad to a championship, but he did. Yeah, un- unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. So, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, other than that, uh, I, I forgot I forgot where we were because now we're talking about Tomek. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, so Dex Dior was his favorite one. They they also had the first ever guy that was rated a nine. Yeah. Same team. Uh, Same team. And didn't he won it also the first fight in in Dex yes. history? Oh boy, Scuba Steve. <laughs> uh, the guy couldn't stay on his feet. It was he was it wasn't his fault. So best best player in draft history, best team in draft history. You know, I mean, oh, I guess fucking Dwayne, <laughs> bud! Like, holy shit! The the guy everybody loves to hate. No, hey, hey, no one needs to tell you about him because he's going to tell you about right, himself, right. right? So other than that, hey, Brad, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. I don't want to take up too much time. He's got he's got another game today, uh, and if he scores a goal, I'm sure we'll hear about it in the Facebook group. Uh, everyone, just keep us updated, Brad. I know I you will. will. I definitely I, I appreciate it, and uh, I will see you next week in Cleveland. Actually, oh. I am going to do Dex Cleveland. I'll be there. Hey, uh, who knows? Maybe you'll have uh, an even better. Maybe team that will be the greatest Philly, Dex team in history. And then you can take them. <laughs> yeah, you can take them to a BLPA bash, and we'll see where we're at. Right. So no, it's, it's always a good time. I think you guys do a bang up job, and anyone who says otherwise is just doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, trash bags is what they are. All right, guys, uh, that's Brad Dwin. Get back to the to the actual podcast with me and Jason. Uh, chat with you later. All right, that was uh, that was <laughs> that was a character. Old Brad Dwin. What do you hey, what do you what do you think, old Brad Dwin? Listen, Brad Dwin, uh I, I don't wanna spoil talking about Cleveland, but he just won a gold championship. I'll I'll go ahead and, and give that away. He's actually uh, a pretty good player, like uh on the ice. He's I, I saw him make some some plays this weekend that I was I was quite impressed with. But but this is what I'm gonna say about Brad. If I have to hear him defend the fact that he shouldered a 65-pound girl uh, in Boston and it wasn't a penalty one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, he was showing the video in Cleveland. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> I know you're listening. Yeah, and, and Brad, I know you're listening. It absolutely was a penalty. That girl was like 14 years old, and you threw your shoulder into her, and, and she weighed all of 65 pounds. You got to stop defending it. It, it. it was absolutely a penalty. Hey, I saw her. She was in D.C., Okay. Kaylin, How's she doing? Uh, she was, you know, you know, Kaylin, quiet, just hanging out. Yeah. She came to DC because her mom played on the greatest draft experience team of all time with Brad Dwin. That, that that's the one that they put into the the tournament. That by the way, if you didn't hear, they got worked all weekend, so they weren't the greatest team ever. Uh, but she played on that team, and so she brought Kaylin. I'm like, Kaylin, okay. did you bring your gear? And she's like, No. Why would I do that? And I'm like, Well, you're coming to a hockey tournament, chance to play. And she's like. No, I didn't bring my gear. And I'm like, oh, that stinks. So she just kind of stood around and watched. So it's funny that you bring that up, that he was he was talking about. I, I wish I would have brought that up. See, that's why we need to do interviews together, because I forget things, because I got I got so many things in my in my brain. And I wish I could have asked him about body and that body and Caitlin. 
Yeah, and and just so everyone knows, Caitlin is like eighteen or nineteen. She's she's young, but she is literally like eighty five pounds. Just just this tiny little girl. Great defenseman, by the way. She played uh she played on our team in Boston, and and she played great. She plays spicier uh, than her her tiny that yeah than her tiny uh, frame allows, but. Um, I also forgot about it until I walked up on Brad DeWin showing the video to someone and trying to justify it. And I was just like, oh, Jesus, here we go. We're still on this. Here we go. It's Yeah, I guess three months ago, two, I guess two and a half months ago. But yeah, Brad, Brad DeWin's yeah. a great, he's a great guy, one. He does talk a lot, yeah. two. And usually he's talking about himself. And so, yeah, it, it, I, listen, I've literally, I, I've gotten hate mail, hate messages from people that, you know, because I jinxed, I jinxed Jeff Peck and allowed Brad to win, apparently, to win this gold championship in Cleveland. So let me tell you how I jinxed how, how him. Did, how did you jinx him? Yeah, tell, tell us about it. Let me let... – <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. So obviously I was not in Cleveland, but, you know, I micromanage things. And so I'm always messaging around just to make sure um, – just to make sure that, you know, what's – you know, make sure everything's going on. That's yada, yada, yada. And so when I saw Jeff was in, in the thing, you know, Jeff said, Oh, I'm about to head out to the gold ship. And I said, get fucked, bud. And he said, relax, bud. I'm playing Dwin's team. We need to win this or we're all fucked. And I said, well, I want Dwin to win so I can hear all the stories. And Peck said, nobody will ever hear the end of Dwin beat the undefeated team to take gold. And I just said, I can't wait. And here it is. Nick Stradamus has spoken. <laughs> and then Listen. I'm following, I'm following the game and I'm like, holy shit. Are they going to do, are they going to do it? Cause we, we score keep live. Right. And I'm like, are they going to do it? Yeah. Are they going to do it? And, uh, all I know is the, the, uh, text I sent when I saw it went final, I just sent it to Peck. And I said, get fucked, bud. <laughs> Yeah, so I did so it. I didn't watch the game uh, because I, because I wasn't feeling great. I didn't stick around too much, right? Like uh, when my game was over, I just I just bounced and left. Uh, but I did check the score later and and was absolutely shocked because Jeff Peck's team was stacked, like stacked. I I gave no one a chance against them, uh, and Brad DeWin pulls it out and wins it. Yep. Yeah. I, and listen, maybe that maybe that's just the 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 mystique, the magic of Brad to win because he he struggled for the first first few times uh, that he because he's been to like think eight or nine drafts now, and he struggled for uh, you know the first few times, and then in Austin in November he took his first uh, dub, his first gold, and he hasn't looked back. He seems it seems like he he's won because I know he, he did that. Then he won again in Philly, or no, he won in L.A. The very next one, then he won again in Philly, so he had three in a row. And then what was next? Then next would have been uh, Boston. Did, but did his Boston. team win, did his team win in Boston? No. Oh, okay. they beat us for silver in Boston. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, so he had three out of four, and so now he he's four out of five, right? Four four out of five. You're, you're going to make me draft Brad to win, aren't you? Like yeah. what you're trying to do right now? Well, I, I'm, I'm just I I, I'm just saying he's 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 four out of his last five. You can't. I, I'm not making up these stats. It's just just the facts. Yeah. So what do you do? What and, do you do? And it's even it's even tougher for me, who 
like I keep talking about this and eventually we're going to have enough listeners that I, I quit getting drafted, but I'm like the opposite of Brad to win. Like my team always loses. So I, I'm not sure why people keep drafting me because the team is automatically going to be terrible if I'm on it. And, and, and I'm not, that's, that's speaking directly at me. Like that, that's clearly, you know, once, once you lose like a couple, you're like, ah, you know, unlucky on a few bad teams. Once you've lost as many as I have, you're just like, yeah, I'm the problem. Uh, and, and you accept it. So I'm like the anti Brad to win. So what happens when the anti Brad to win ends up on Brad to win's team? Well, that's, who, I think we need to find out. That, that's, this is that not how we find out who wins the classic good versus evil. Yeah, it's like the immovable object versus the unstoppable force. Yeah. It's like the same thing, right? Exactly. So you, you find out because something has to give. Either you win or you don't. And if you don't, well, then obviously yeah. your power is way stronger than Brad's. But if you do, then you know maybe Brad Dwin is the light. All right. I, I think we have to find out now, like for science. But speaking of If you light, guys haven't figured out, the show is all about science. We're science. We're very science. It's, it's, it's basically... Uh, it's basically, uh, you know, I'm Nick Nye, the science guy. So, um, <laughs> also, I just want to shout out Michael Cosentino and the whole Cosentino family. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whole, whole Cosentino you family. know, we, you know, what we forgot to do at the front end of this episode. I forgot. We forgot a lot. Actually, at the front end of this episode. Hey, let's just do it now. I'm not editing. Uh, this show is brought to you okay. by HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. HockeyWolf. Beer leaguers just like you and me, not NHL people that none of us like. That's a substandard product. It's beer leaguers, yeah. imperfectly perfect, just like you and me, trying to make the game more affordable for all of the beer league beauties out there. So go check them out. They got all sorts of team gear. They got all the gear that you would find in a pro shop, but at better prices. And and they have these really cool state gloves. Jason's been wearing them around. Did you wear your state gloves in Ohio? I did. I did. He did win the state. He wore the state gloves in Ohio. He didn't win, but hey, that's not the gloves' fault, obviously. But go check him out. Hockeywolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. And I, you know, even though we've been talking for forty minutes or how long we've been on here, uh, why don't you also tell them where they can find us? Just in the middle of the show, like if they forgot in the middle of the show, let them know where they can find yeah. you and me and the show. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to the show, and you're probably wondering where can you get more of this content. So uh, basically every social media known to man, the B- BLPA, you can find us there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Beer League Jason. You can find Nick on Twitter at Nicker Jones and on Instagram at the Nicker Jones. Yep, that's us and all social medias. That's us. The BLPA. And, and I know after after this last few minutes, you're, you're wondering where can I get more yeah. after you get it? Yeah. You find it. The BLP, all, all the social medias, Pinterest, all that good stuff. I, you know, the only ones that I'm not getting on are the Chinese and the Russian ones. Uh, cause I mainly, cause I don't under, I, I can't understand those languages. So I don't even know how to sign up, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and come out and play hockey. We're playing a lot of God dang hockey this summer. So I hope, I hope you come out and play with us. Um, I, I also, I also want to ask you another thing. Uh, there, there was a topic at hand, and I don't know what the topic is. I was just given cryptic messages to say, "Hey, you know, I'm here with Jason at the uh, Cleveland Bash uh, make, or Cleveland Decks. Uh, please uh, make sure he talks about the topic he brought up." And so I, I don't know what topic this is. So I'm I'm asking you because I was asked to ask you about whatever topic you were talking about at the Cleveland Decks. 
All right. Yeah, I, I did have a topic at the Cleveland Dex, and actually it's, it's, it's going to sprout into to too many topics. Um, but I need to put a couple of things to bed. Like we need to, we just need to, to put them to rest. There's some, there's some narratives out there that I just think we need to get straight. Okay. I let, uh, let, the first hey, one, wait, wait, let me get, I, I want to get this one straight too, since we're talking about topics we want to put, put to bed and rest. I know it sounds like we're joking when we say this all the time, but we're not joking. We do want Frank to buy a mystery box and a Patreon us at patreon.com slash the BOPA. I just want to put that to bed. We're not, we're not joking. We want okay. that to actually happen, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Just make sure. Okay. All right. So the other thing that we need to put to rest is there, there's a narrative out there about Mr. Jeff Peck. Uh, uh, and that go. narrative is that narrative is that either he can't or he doesn't pass the puck. Okay. That that's, that's what people say. If you come to these tournaments, you've heard it. Uh, it's it's a constant, you know, uh, talking point when he's on the ice. Listen, I saw with my own eyes Jeff Peck make multiple tape-to-tape passes that ended up for goals, and a couple of them were scored by Leonard, of all people. Like, you know you have to put it where it needs to be for Leonard to put it in the back of the net. You and put it in and I watched way. with my own – yeah, I, I watched Jeff Peck uh, make several, including a no-look behind the back on the tape, buried for a goal pass. So we've got to put it to rest. Jeff Peck can and does pass the puck. Okay, here's the deal. Um, one, <clears throat> who, who, was the, who was the blind behind the back pass to? The bl- blind behind the back pass was to uh, a guy. I, I can't. I don't know his name. Okay, the second uh, ringer. He was number ten on their team. Okay, the second ringer. Okay. Yeah, but he was. He, yeah, he, he was a good player. For so, sure. so let. Okay, uh, listen. I, I I heard this guy was pretty good. Probably should have been in the ring around. Fine. So let let's yep, not let's not let's let's not give that to Peck. Okay, that that was probably all him. Like Peck just probably threw it out and the guy went and got it. Okay, cool, but. I am. I have never once said that Jeff Peck can't pass. Okay. I have always been on record to saying he just doesn't want to. Okay. And and maybe he doesn't want to, right? Like I also enjoy scoring, uh, but I I like passing too. Um, but but I saw him willingly pass the puck several times this weekend. Yeah, I mean, he, he did have 11 assists after the first day, and I think that here, – here's my only problem with that. The whole weekend, Jeff Peck always talk, just talked about how bad the timekeeper was, and she didn't know how to do things. So I am under the impression that she probably padded those stats a little bit on accident just because she knew Jeff. And she's the, like she was, a little, she was a little out there. She didn't know how to run the clock. She didn't really know anything about hockey. So I think she just was like, oh, I don't remember what – what number that ref said. So I'm just going to put Jeff Peck in there. That That's what I think. Okay. Well, th- this is, this is all I can confirm. A few games that I watched of Jeff Peck, he made, he made some good passes uh, that ended up as goals. So, uh, you know, that, that I'm just putting that out there, but I, I feel like I need to talk about one more subject with that. Uh, that's also related to Jeff Peck. Okay. Uh, there's okay. another narrative out there that goes back and forth where everyone says Jeff Peck's a ringer and Jeff Peck says he's not a ringer. That's fair, right? That that's that seems to be the how, how this conversation is going, yes. 
Okay. So this week uh, for the Cleveland tournament, he was in the ringer round. And I happened to see on the BLPA social media later where Jeff Peck was complaining that he was taken third in his round. Yep. Right? Yep. Did you see this? Yep. So, so my question to Jeff Peck is, are you a ringer and, and you should have been taken better than third, like you were saying in the video, or are you not a ringer? And since you were in the ringer round, you really should have been taken last because it can't be both ways, right? You can't, you can't say mm-hmm. I'm not, a, you can't say I'm not a ringer and then say I should be taken first in the ringer round. That that's true. That's true. But listen, I pride, I think pride gets in the way. Like he doesn't think he's a ringer because, because he doesn't want to let his team down is what he's saying. Okay. Um, and right. I, I, I get that point, but I, when you're putting up 20 points in five games, wh- like what, do you, what else can you call yourself? Really? Wh- when you're the, wh- when you put up the yeah. most points in the turn and I listen, I, I 100% fully understand that there's more to hockey than scoring goals. I understand that. Yeah. You know, there's sure. there, like, look at me, like I'm not, I don't score goals, but I'm a ringer in the team heart department. So there's intangibles, right? right? So I get that. Yeah, Maybe he sure. doesn't have the intangibles, but the the outward product of being a ringer is putting up points on the scoreboard. And when you're lining up the scoreboard at, and you're the, the number one scorer in, in the tournament, does does that not or does it make you a ringer? Listen, I I I think it does. But but again, I just I'm gonna put the question out there, Jeff Peck, you let me know. Are you a ringer? and you should be taken first overall, or are you not a ringer, and you shouldn't be complaining that that you fell to third, fourth, fifth, whatever it might be. You let me know, Jeff Peck. I want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's on, now it balls in your court, bud. Hey, do you, yeah. okay, so do you think you think cause you think cause is a ringer, right? Yeah, and, and here's the weird thing about cause is he has more of the, uh, the hockey intangibles that you talk about, right? Like, he doesn't always put up a ton of points. Um, he can, but uh, he's a back checker. He plays good defense. He can control the game. Uh, he can, you know, he can pass and shoot and all that stuff. So he's more like the the speed, plays defense, can get back when he needs to, uh, but also can put up some points kind of ringer. So he, he for sure is a ringer. Okay. But would you rather have Cosentino or Peck? You're gonna put me on the spot here in front of in front of well, I mean, you, you, uh, listen, two two listeners of the show here, to, and and two friends. But at, yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, if you're gonna put if you're gonna if you're gonna put Jeff Peck on an island, I feel it's fair that I I, I put you on an island too. Okay, all right, that's fair. Listen, if if I have the choice between Jeff Peck and Michael Cosentino, I am going to take. Bum 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 bum. I'm gonna take. We'll be right I'm back. I'm going to take Michael Cosentino. Oh, that's a good one. I, I, you know, I, I got to do it. I, I get it. Uh, 100%. And I, I, if you put a truth serum in me, I would say, sorry, I can't choose. They're both my friends. I can't believe you just dog Jeff Peck out like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I, I would, I would, I would tend to go the, the, that way too. Because Cosentino is so versatile in his game, right? He uh, he can play yeah. defense if you need him. He's got the speed. Listen, neither of them are going to pass to me. 
Uh, Peck's just not going to pass to me. And Cosentino, I can't get up the ice with him quick enough for him to make a pass to me. So it's, you know, right. it goes he's always, he's yeah. always somewhere you're not. Yeah. Yeah. He's always where he's supposed to be. And I'm always fucking off somewhere I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I just, I, I think Cosentino's game is, uh, is definitely a little more polished, of course. But I, like I said, you cannot deny that 20 points in a tournament is a lot of goddamn points. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. We had the chance to take Jeff Peck at two. It was not my pick. I suggested taking Jeff Peck. Uh, we had a guy on the team whose buddy was in that round, and he wanted to take his buddy. So I, I stepped back and said, hey, you guys do whatever you want. Uh, but but I, I absolutely, if I have the pick before Jeff Peck's round and he's available, uh, you know, he's definitely in my my group of options where I'm like, oh, Jeff Peck's not a bad pick. He can put up the point. Yeah, yeah, I hey. Yeah, and and you know it, the, the sad thing about it, Bud, is like it, it sounds like this would have been a tournament you guys would have ran a points game. Yeah, I, he. I mean, he did have he did have a points weekend, yeah. uh, and and together we might have had one. You know, uh, we might both have had uh, points weekends. Now, listen, I I put up eleven points in five games. Oh, so, oh humble brag you know, here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, okay. Don't let's okay. not pretend like I didn't have any points at all this weekend. Okay. Uh, even with a sinus infection, ear infection. I actually led my team in points. Holy fuck! Uh, you, hey, you, but, you, you know, you Michael Jordan flu gamed him. I did. I did. Holy Listen, I wasn't going to bring that up. It's okay that you did. Hey, I didn't bring up your points, but I didn't bring up your points. You brought up the point, but hey, you know, if, if, if I'm if I put up double digits, you think I'm not? I would have fucking led the show off with it, bud. Yeah, I mean. You know, I it's it's not a huge deal to me, uh, but but I had an okay weekend myself. But but yeah, if Jeff Peck would have been on my team, who know who who knows how many points I would have had? It, it, yeah, the world would have been your oyster at that point. There was no limit to the amount of points you could have had if Jeff Peck, if your team would have picked Jeff. Peck. I hate it when when you have a a suggestion that you know will work and your team doesn't take it. And, well, so listen, uh, our ringer was, was, was a great guy too. And, and was by far the best player on our team. So like, I'm not mad about it, but, but I, I try to, to keep my hands off the team uh, now because I found that even when I handpick the team, we still lose. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. like, it, just, it, it doesn't matter anymore. I, I just, if everyone's happy, I, I'm also happy. So. Well, Hey, yeah, me, uh, me too, of course. And actually I kind of like it when they don't take my suggestion and then we don't win because I'm like, well, you should listen to me then. Well, yeah, you know? should listen to me. I mean, not you know, I might have known better. I, I, hey, we we would have won the tournament in Omaha if they would have taken the pick. And it wasn't even a, like just a random pick. It was the pick I chugged for because I knew this guy was in the round behind me. And I was like, I'm going to win this chug, and we're going to take this guy, and and it lights out right. And I win, and I say, hey, you got to pick this guy. This guy is a fucking incredible D man, and he's gonna score points on the back end. It's this is a win win situation right here. And they go, "Well, we don't need defense to win championships." The goalie said this to me. The goalie said, "We don't need defense to win championships." You got me back there. And then we did go wow. three. We did I go mean, three and zero, oh, and then we got then we got shut down on on Sunday. And you took the guy, and who won the championship? You know. Oh, that's right. We we did win the championship, didn't we? Yeah, 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 right. yeah, I do yeah, remember you, that. Now. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, did you have Jeff? We did not have Jeff. Oh, damn. You showed him. We had, uh, we had Kyle. We had, uh, old Big Dad. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was the last time we did our predictions, and I was super stoked about going to Cleveland and being able to do our pre our pre uh, Dex games after or post draft party picks. That's the one thing I was bummed the most about not being able to do that. But you probably wouldn't have been able yeah, to. I, uh, sick. I I did it in my head, and they were very wrong. Well, just, just that's so you know. that's the best part. That's the best part. But yeah, and and, sure. and then I was bummed because we didn't get to do post post uh, Cleveland Dex. Uh, pocket. We really gotta be more regular, bud, on these podcasts. The people want us. I yeah. I, I get messages every day. What are the next episode? When I'm like, hey, listen, bud, like I'm trying to connect with Jason. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't force the guy to do it. And listen, if I if you want me to just talk, I'll talk to myself on a on a podcast. I just don't think that's very entertaining. And so yeah, and and again, we 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 had the COVID thing going on, uh, so it was just an unfortunate uh, you know last couple of weeks for us. Now. I'm gonna be on a cruise for the next eight days, so you guys are gonna when, have to when, when are you going on wait a cruise? that one out. When are you going on a cruise? I'm leaving Saturday morning. Ooh, damn! I was gonna say Sunday or Monday. I here's what I'm gonna do for next week's episode. I, I'm good. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have my team because we're going to Houston. I, I'm actually leaving here in a couple hours. Haven't even packed yet, by the okay. way. Uh, I'm actually leaving in a couple hours from Oklahoma City. And I'm going to Houston to play in the Oil Kings Memorial Day Shootout. Now, it's one of the biggest tournaments around. It's been going for years. There, I think there's 78 teams or something in this tournament. And they invited the BLPA down. Uh, there was a team opening. or a, I think a team fell apart or something. And they said, hey, do, do you want to play? I've been asking you for years. I'm going to ask you again. And I said, you know what? We actually just canceled a tournament we were supposed to have. So, yeah, Memorial Day is open. So, I'm going down there to play in it. And... I uh, and I think I'm, what I'll do is I'll just I'll just put a microphones in front of my team's faces and we'll we'll that, that that'll be the episode I think. Okay, I I approve of that uh, in my in my absence and then when I get back we'll make sure that uh, that we record another one relatively quickly. You know what people uh, want? And you can tell me all about how Houston was. You know what people want to see? They want they want to see a video version of this podcast. And we can do that for sure too. We we've, we've got the equipment now. Uh, Science. So maybe that'll be the first thing we do when I get back. That's 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 probably yeah. I think that's a that's a that's a good one to do. I mean, people just want to see us, right? I, I get it. One yeah, hundred, and I don't, one, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I mean, yeah. here's the hard part is once you do that, I mean, how do you not change the show to just the handsome podcast, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I I also want to see us. Yeah, on, on a podcast. The so, pro- like, I, I get it. And uh, you know what? I mean, we, we you got you got to come to more tournaments, Jason. Because I, I think uh, when we're in, when we're in when we're looking at each other when we're staring intently and lovingly into each other's eyes while we're recording, I think there's magic there. You know? Yeah, I know. I agree. I'll uh, I'll tell my wife that you know it's for the it's, brand. Listen, it's part of the job. I I, I took this I took mm-hmm. this on. Uh, and and we we're letting people down, so I'll just tell her, listen, I got to start going to more tournaments. Hey, she hasn't asked you how much you get paid for the job yet, does she? She hasn't. No. Okay, good, because it because it's obviously at zero, but she doesn't need to know. It's that. zero. It's she does, she, we're building right. it. Yeah, no. We're building it so in the future that those that there will be more zeros behind that zero. Hopefully, a one out in front, and then more right. zeros behind uh, behind right. the zeros. But I, we can keep adding every time. Every time she questions you about the money, just be like. Well, guess what? We just added another zero. She doesn't need to know that it starts with a right. zero. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, listen, babe. Tons of zeros. Uh, I can't, I can't turn it down. It's, yeah. It's just, it's just, this is, and it's, this, this is the fabric that we're made of as peak performance athletes in the beer leagues. That's just it. Built different. That's what we are. 
Uh, other than that, you, you have anything to add before we, I mean, uh, we've been going for close to an hour uh, here. Do, do you want to add any? People thought, I don't know if you know this, but the last episode, I don't know what happened, but like we did our hour and then the, the tape ran for another hour and a half. It was like a two hour and 47 minute episode. Yeah, I, people kept telling me, and I said, listen, I, I would just listen to it if I was you and, and see if there's anything in there. Uh, there wasn't, no, no, uh, no. by the way. But, you know, there, there was. But, I think at the very end, I think what happened is I drugged the intro because I don't know if you if you know the science plan building an episode, but when you go in and you – I say edit, but I'm not actually editing anything. I'm just splicing in the – uh, the intro at the at the beginning, and then like I have to plug in like if we have an interview, I have to plug that in. And so I think what I did is I drug right. I drug the the intro over, and for some reason it put it three hours in, in the future. And so I was like, okay, that's weird. I thought I just drug it in there. So then I drug it again and made it there. And then I did the episode and didn't realize that three hours out was the other intro. So I think if you listen to the end, there's probably like another intro. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I, let us know. You you guys go listen. Uh, to the the full two and a half hours and, and let us know what's at the end there. But the reason I brought it up is because I feel now that we owe, event, we eventually owe the fans a two and a half hour episode is what I'm saying. Okay. I, I mean, we can do that. We that's can, that's, just, that's a lot listen, of talking. I, I know you and I know me. We can, we can talk for two and a half hours pretty easily. We can. I mean, I don't know if it'd be interesting, but it'll, right. be, it'll be two hours. But, but there'd be words. I mean, that's, yeah, and that's what people want, right? Right. Are right. we big enough now where we could just talk gibberish and people would just listen because it's there? I don't know. I don't know if we're there yet. Might want to yeah. add another I zero. Mean, maybe, first. maybe in the future. Yeah. If we get yeah, another exactly. zero added, for sure. Yeah. So, all right. So, nothing else to add. You don't have anything else? Nope. I think that's, uh, I think that's it for me. All right. Well, hey, bud. Have fun on your cruise. Glad we finally connected. Glad you're cured from COVID. Uh, hopefully, we both don't get it uh, again. But, you know, when you've pissed off the Illuminati and figured out their dick particle index. Uh, it's just, that's just a price you pay, bud, but we're here. We're here for the people and that's who we do it for. Thank you guys for listening to us. Sorry. We had such a delay. Be good or be good at it.